Hi, everyone. Thanks for sticking with me through a brief hiatus while I mostly recovered from being sick. I've actually never lost my voice that badly or for that length of time, which is kind of cruel now that I moonlight as a podcast host. Anywho, we are back today with a brand new episode. Enjoy. Near travel magnets and drunken photo booth strips, it's there. A symbol of pride for me, a record of defeat for them. This is a sheet from a notebook, a piece of paper with numbers written on it, lots of them. It looks like something straight from a beautiful mind, a schizophrenic mayhem in the middle of the night. It's a score, five scores in fact, and mine is the best. I'm Danielle, and you're listening to This Is Not The Prologue, meaningful thoughts that don't matter. I love winning. I'm not shy about my addiction to the thrill of competition. Sometimes my competitive nature isn't quite formed in logical reasoning, like when I decided that when we moved to Portland, we needed to find a new sports team to root for. That day, the Seattle Seahawks and the San Francisco 49ers were playing each other on a big TV in a bowling alley. The option to review stats, player performance, and rankings were of course readily available, but nah. The Seahawks jersey is what did it for me. At that moment, at that bowling alley, I became a Seahawks fan. And amazingly, they won the Super Bowl that year. Some say the other team was incapable of handling the power of their clothes. Back to the refrigerator. Proof of a critical moment in my adult life, my entire life. This piece of paper makes me feel like I can accomplish anything. My dad is not the kind of dad that has ever let his kids win out of the sheer fact that they're his kids. He's a reserved guy subtle in his movement and emotions. When he plays a game, however, it's like someone has released a land-bound kraken within him. It rises, takes over, and will destruct anyone in its path who dares to face it. It didn't matter the game. From board games, to Super Nintendo, to cards, to the wildly popular in our household NASCAR 2000 racing game, he was unbeatable. My brother and I would practice for hours together, convincing ourselves that this time we would come away victorious. This time we would put the Kraken in its place. My brother CJ faced him more often than me. Cowering near the pantry in the kitchen, I'd watch him approach my dad with a kind of confidence only a naive child can have. Dad? Yeah, son? Wanna play some NBA? Are you sure you're ready for a butt whooping? I'm ready for you this time. Heh. Heh. No one is ever ready for the Kraken. memory's a little foggy here. We'll just assume this is what was said. 
I moved from my spot near the pantry to the doorway of my brother's bedroom. Thumbs a-flyin', words a-spurrin', back talk, smack talk. It was the most exhilarating and terrifying event to watch. It's getting close to the end. Controllers smash on the floor. Voices rise. Oh no. The moment has arrived. The sinking feeling in my gut when I know that my little brother has just been eviscerated in only the way one can be with the outcome of a PlayStation 2 game. You'll get him next time, I whisper from the doorway. The love of games and the competitive spirit, whether through nature or nurture, has stayed on with my brother and me. Battles of Crazy Eights and Clue, Taboo and Hearts take place on regular occasions in our living rooms and at bars. We've even roped in our significant others to the love of the game. My grandfather taught me to play Yahtzee when I was five years old. He always carried a deck of cards in his pocket. My cousins and I still have scars on our hands from the bloody endings of Games of Spoons. My parents explained the evil that is the Queen of Spades, and my grandmother once only had the use of her elbows in a late-night game of Guelph. Games have always been a family affair. They've brought us closer and many, many, many times torn us apart. It got so bad that my mom declared that she would no longer play games with my dad. She was done. Finished. The Kraken had broken her. Not me. When my dad announced he was coming to visit my brother and me in Portland a few summers ago, I could only think of one thing. I'm going to beat him at a card game. At the time, I didn't really care which game, what, where, or how, but I was going to come away victorious. The first games were brutal. Dad could win with one hand behind his back and blindfolded. It became more and more clear that beating him may not be in the cards for me. Sweat and strategy. This is how you win at cards. One must be clever and willing to take risks, to observe patterns in both oneself and the other players. It's an environment where the subtle often trumps the bold. Close to the end of his trip, we gathered around the coffee table in my brother's apartment. Cards shuffled, hearts pounding. Oh Hell is a card game that's apparently known by many other names, including Oh Well, Oh Shit, Blackout, Bust, or Blob. It's a long game, one with 16 rounds. It's the type of card game with an equal chance of crashing and burning or rising and winning. I sweated. I strategized. With each passing round, the scores fluctuated in erratic form. The type of game where anything can happen until the eighth card of the last person is put into play. My brother tallied up the scores. He's always the scorekeeper. I love that about him. And wouldn't you know it, I won. And I know you know that. I told you at the very beginning. All of this should be very undramatic and unsurprising to you. And the reason I told you at the start is that the point of this or the moral or the bow on top isn't the fact that I won. It isn't even that I beat my dad. 
It's that my dad taught me something bigger when I was a kid that I didn't realize until that moment, which is you've got to earn it, kid. His savagery with us all those years, as crazy making and frustrating as it was, made me a better player. It forced me to actually get good, to practice, to fail and try again. All for the moment when I could beat him in complete fairness and skill. When it came to games in my childhood, my dad, for better or worse, always treated us like his equals. We sat at the kitchen table and we played like adults, even when we were small. The same kitchen table where he pulled our loose teeth. The same kitchen table where he and my mom asked about our days over dinner and we all answered in unison, fine. I don't know what being a parent is like, but... As I get older, I'm hit with waves of realization from time to time, uh, knowing that maybe my dad did this for a reason, to teach my brother and me some kind of greater lesson about life. Or maybe he just really liked a fucking win. Either way, it's all in good fun. Thank you for listening to This Is Not The Prologue. You were here, and now you have other things to do. Take care out there.